0: So those are my five tips for getting through back to school like an absolute rock star. Have you ever wondered what makes the difference between those couples who absolutely love to be together and the ones who merely tolerate each other in their old age? Hi, I'm Monica Tanner, wife to a super hunky man, mom to four kids, relationship coach, and intimacy expert. My goal with this podcast is to help you and your partner swap resentment for romance, escape the roommate rut, and nurture a bond built on trust, communication, and unconditional love. Each week, I'm sharing the secret strategies that keep couples madly in love, dedicated, and downright giddy about each other from the honeymoon phase to the golden years. I'm on a mission to craft the code of happily ever after, and I'm sharing those juicy secrets right here because an awesome marriage makes life so much sweeter. Let's get to it. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Secrets of Happily Ever After podcast. I'm your host, Monica Tanner, and I'm so excited about our episode today. I had so many ideas of what I wanted to record this episode about And then I looked at the calendar and realized that this episode, while I'm recording it a little bit ahead of time, will publish on my kids' first day of school. Now, I don't know about you guys, but for me, back to school is exhausting. The kids are emotional. They're getting ready for a brand new year. There is so much to do, both for the kids and the parents. New sports seasons are starting. And there is so much to work out. And so I wanted to do an episode that would give you some tips and tricks to stay connected with your spouse so that you can work together as a team to get through back to school without losing your bleep, right? So before we get into today's episode, I want to make sure that you know that we're starting a brand new round of the wise wife and the hero husband challenge. Now the party has already started in the Facebook group. So if you haven't registered for one of these two free challenges, make sure you hit the link in the show notes that corresponds with either the husband challenge for husbands or the wise wife challenge for wives and join us for these absolutely free challenges where I'm going to teach you how to get everything you want and need out of your relationship by showing up as the best possible version of yourself. So I guarantee you do not want to miss this. All right. So we'll just dive right into my five tips for getting through back to school like a rock star. Tip number one, And probably most important is to continue to date even when you feel like you don't have time for it. Because when you feel too busy to go on date night is probably when it's vitally important for your relationship. So for me, back to school is probably the busiest time in our lives. My husband owns a seasonal business, And so when it's hot outside in the summer is when he is super, super busy. So he's working a lot of hours right now, filling in the gaps, putting out fires and just generally being available as well as his passion is coaching high school varsity soccer. So he's been doing this for the last 10 years. He absolutely loves it. But if he's not at work, he's on the soccer field with the boys. Their season starts now. And he keeps some really late hours doing this. And that's all in addition to my kids who play their own sports. And a lot of them have already started their early morning practices. So my day starts at like five in the morning. And by the time I get them to their evening practices and their activities, and I've done all the back to school errands and all the things with them, By the time my husband gets home, I am already in bed and just absolutely exhausted. So date night becomes crucially, crucially important to us. So I'll give you a little story of something that just barely happened. So this last week has been insane. The week before school, I already have an athlete who's in the thick of her volleyball season. My husband's in the thick of coaching his soccer boy's. And we have really like barely seen each other at all. So I am holding on to this Friday night date night and not following my own advice. I always tell you guys to plan date night in advance, but I have not even had any time to think about it, but I knew Friday night was date night. So on Friday morning, I was at the gym working out and I got a text from my husband that said, do we have plans on Friday night? So I looked at this text and I thought, is this a trick question? I know it's date night. Is he asking if I've planned it? I don't know. What is he really asking me? And then I got a second text that said, my friend just asked if I could play indoor soccer for his team tonight at 840. And all the sirens and alarms went off in my brain. Like I was like, are you kidding me? Are you even considering this? The only sliver of time that we would have to spend together and you want to go play indoor soccer. Like I was fuming and I had a couple of choices, but after taking some deep breaths and realizing that my husband was just merely like, He got the invitation. He was just kind of checking to see what was going on. I responded and said, hey, we don't exactly have plans, but I was really hoping that we could go out and spend some time together because it's been a really busy week. We haven't seen each other much, and I know that it's not going to get any better. So I was really excited to spend some time together. Well, he shot me a text back pretty quickly that said, you're right. Let's go ride bikes on the green belt or get something to eat downtown. And then that was it. Like, phew, he absolutely said the right thing, did the right thing. I was so relieved, but I realized that I had several options of answering that text. I could have said, Oh, sure. Go play. And then I would have been resentful and irritated and probably passive aggressive for not standing up for myself and revealing that I wanted to spend time with him. Or I could have just unleashed my frustration that he would even think of such an absurd idea and not be aware that that was the only time we had to spend together. Right. And thankfully, I didn't do either of those things. I took a couple of deep breaths, and I responded by telling him absolutely how I felt about the situation. And thankfully, we went out on Friday night, we took a bike ride on the greenbelt. It was some much needed time. We connected in a really great way. And now we're going into this next week, totally connected and united, even though it's going to be really busy. So... My number one tip for maintaining your sanity during back to school is to make sure that nothing gets in the way of those date nights. I'm telling you, it's such a great feeling to know that your spouse is choosing you and you are choosing your spouse, even when there are other options and other invitations, things that you could be doing it's important to show each other that you're prioritizing the relationship, that you're choosing to hang out together, even though there's other things going on. That is super, super sexy. So that's tip number one. Tip number two is very simple, and that is to budget together. So for the most part, back to school is a lot like holiday season, right? There are so many things to spend money on. There's back to school clothes, back to school supplies. There's all the different sports fees. I know for me, we have parking permits and even quick vacations to like the last hurrah right before school starts, right? There are so many things that we can be spending money on. And if you're not expecting those expenses, it can put a huge strain on your relationship. So my advice to you is before you get into the thick of back to school shopping, that you sit down together and you make a quick budget. Like This is how much money we're going to set aside for back to school for the kids' clothes and their shoes and backpacks and all of their supplies. And we're going to take a little trip and we're going to use this money so there's no surprises and nobody is blindsided by the bigger expenditures that are associated with back to school. Now you're never going to get it exactly perfect, but at least the two of you will be somewhat on the same page during this time. So number one, date night, number two, budgeting. I want to personally invite you to one of two challenges I'm running starting in a couple of weeks. The first is specifically for wives and it's called the wise wife challenge. Over the course of a week together, I'm going to teach you how to activate your husband's hero gene so he'll want to listen and do all the things you ask him to do. And the second challenge is just for husbands. It will run the same week as the wise wife's challenge, but at a different time of day. It's called the Become the Hero Husband Challenge and it's for husbands who want a relationship where you're showered with attention, affection, and appreciation without having to sacrifice your man card or trying to change your wife. Hint, you can't change her. So if you're a husband or a wife who wants to participate in one of these free three-day challenges, simply click on one of the links in the show notes to reserve your spot. I promise it will be more than worth your time and so much fun as well. So what are you waiting for? Click on the appropriate link in the show notes and we'll see you inside the Wise Wife or the Become the Hero Husband Challenge. My Third tip for maintaining a very close connection during back to school, busy, crazy time is daily connections. Now I'm always talking about this 20 minutes that you spend together every single day. And it's even more important, the busier you are, because if you don't take the time to spend about 20 minutes connecting with each other, what will happen is you'll get really disconnected. You'll be like missing each other during the day. And you won't have the opportunity to talk about things that are really important. Now I'm not talking about like a budget meeting or what the kids have been doing or scheduling, because those are all really important meetings to have as well. But daily connections is more of a time where you can get together and talk about what did you learn today? What was exciting to you today? Did you meet anyone or talk to anyone that was really awesome? Or what is stressing you out? What's coming up that maybe I could help, you know, ease your burden? What can I do to make your life easier? These are the types of questions you're asking each other in these 20 minute daily connections. Now, as you know, there are 1,440 minutes in the day, and you should be able to find. 20 20 of them to connect. Now this can be in the morning. It can be, you can take a walk after dinner. It can be after the kids get in bed. We do it all different times of the day. Maybe after the kids go to school, you have a little bit of quiet time, but 20 minutes to keep that connection strong. And I emphasize being able to support each other and show your interest in what each other's going through. My husband and I both stay very busy during this back to school time. But he's doing very different things. He's doing, he's working and he's coaching, whereas I am also working, but managing the children and their schedules and their supplies and taking them to all of their activities. And so we're doing very different things. And so it's really great to be able to, for 20 minutes, just quickly connect on the things that are most important. So, number three tip is daily connections. Make sure you're doing that. Number four is to set intentions. Now, this is really important in every aspect of life, but I like to think of back to school as kind of like New Year's where you've got a clean slate. You're starting new schedules. Your kids are going back to school. You're going to reorganize all of your time. And so it's nice to be able to sit down and pick one or two things. Not, Don't go crazy, but just pick a couple of things that you want to get really good at or work on or improve at something like that. So for me, here's an example. My family is super busy in the evenings. I've got a bunch of athletes and a coach, right? And so family dinners are something that have always been really important to me, but our evenings are a mess. We've got practices and games and all different people in all different places for activities. And we're we're having to work carpools and have our kids pick each other up and do all kinds of things so that we can make it all work. So dinners are not super feasible. So my intention this year is to make sure that there's a lot of healthy options that the kids know about that they can choose when they get home from school and need something to eat. And then about nine or 10 o'clock when my family all reconvenes after their activities, I like to have planned kind of a healthy option because everybody's hungry and they're milling around the kitchen and we're talking about our day and our experiences and things like that. So popcorn or quesadillas or some breakfast food, maybe I'll fry up some eggs or something like that, that they can quickly grab that aren't too heavy, that they can eat late at night while we're sitting around the kitchen talking about our day. So that's my intention. It's super simple. And then my husband will choose something that he wants to work on. And then we share it with each other so that we can support and encourage And really help each other kind of meet that intention. So for me, as a words of affirmation girl, if my husband noticed that I was doing really well, kind of having a a snack having food available after school, and then having a really great, healthy snack in the evenings, and he said love, I noticed you're doing such a great job, you know, having these healthy options for the kids to eat. I would be like, yes, I've been trying so hard. Thank you for noticing. Right. So number four, set some intentions. Don't go crazy. So don't try to reinvent yourself or anything crazy like that. Just pick one or two things that you would like to improve upon and back to school is always a great time to work on those things because you're you've got like a clean slate, new schedules, new routines, new ideas. So, number 4, set some really great intentions for the new school year. And number 5, I actually broke it into beginner and advanced. So, the be- my beginner tip for you for making back to school more pleasurable is to come up with a few kind of code words that you and your spouse both really understand what they mean. So here's an example of what I'm talking about. When my kids were really, really young, they used to come up to us and they would stand at our feet and hold their arms up and look up at us and say, hold you. All four of my kids did that at some point. My husband and I used to think that was so cute. Well, of course they don't say that to us anymore, but my husband and I have adopted that hold you to mean I am exhausted. It's been a hard day. I just need a hug, right? So after a long day of dealing with the kids and all the different things that we have going on, my husband walks in and I say, hold you. He knows exactly what that means. Do not pass go. Do not get $200. Just drop what you're doing and give me a hug. That's all I need. right? And he says the same to me. And I know exactly what it means. It's our own language. Nobody else really understands or knows what we're talking about, but we know exactly what it means. So, that is you're just having a few little phrases when you're just tired at the end of the day and you know exactly what you need from your partner and you can just say, hold you and they drop everything and give you a big bear hug. Now, the advance part two of my fifth tip is simply to sleep naked a couple of times. Now, before you go and write me an email and go, Monica, why did you suggest that we sleep naked? That's so inappropriate. I want to assure you that you are adults, you are married, you have children together. So sleeping naked is not inappropriate. But I am giving you this suggestion based on some advice from Emily Nagoski, who is an incredible marriage researcher. And she talks about those couples who sustain long-term passion, sexual attraction over decades. And she says that these couples statistically have two things in common. One, that they are friends. So friends first. And if you are doing tips one through four, then you are doing a lot to establish that friendship and trust that is required for that first thing. Okay. And then number two, they prioritize their sexual relationship. So that means you're not always going to be thinking about sexual intimacy, but if you prioritize it, you're going to get in the bed. You're going to let your skin touch your partner's skin and you're going to see what happens. Maybe it will lead to more and maybe it will just be you together with your skin touching each other's skin. So that is part two. And it is extremely important, especially during the busiest seasons of life. It just means that you prioritize each other, that you like each other, that you are friends first, and that two you prioritize that sexual energy between the two of you. Now, if this idea sounds absolutely abhorrent to you, then there might be something else under the surface and it might be time for you to seek a neutral third party to maybe look into your sexual relationship. But if it sounds like something you can do, then there you have it. So those are my five tips for getting through back to school like an absolute rock star, I'm just going to quickly summarize them for you. Number one, keep dating no matter how full the calendar gets. Make sure you're putting at least a three hour block for each other on there. Now, my husband and I have this rule where date night can slide around, but it can never be erased. So there will always be other things that get in the way, things that compete for your time, but make sure that you're getting creative and that you're prioritizing that time to spend with each other, reconnecting, making memories and having fun together. So date night is number one. Number two is budgeting. You're going to want to sit down at the beginning of back to school and write out the expenses that you are expecting to have. Now, when you do this, you can both be on the same page about the different... Now, of course, it's not going to be perfect. There's going to be things that come up, but you won't feel so stressed and strained if you're looking at a budget and you know how much money you have to spend on the different aspects of back to school. So budgeting is number two. Number three, daily connection. So important that you carve out daily a little bit of time to figure out how you can be a great, teammate and partner, show interest in your partner's experiences during the day. Ask how you can help them Take things off their plate or make their life easier for them. Make sure that you know you're there for them, you're rooting for them, and you care about them. So daily connections is number three. Number four, set intentions. It always feels good to make a couple of goals and then be able to support and encourage each other, like be each other's biggest fans as you do everything you can to improve yourself and your situation. you're writing your own story so make sure you are there for each other in those ways now those four things are really really going to solidify your friendship and the trust that you have in each other and in your relationship number 5 is going to take care of that second thing where you're prioritizing each other and your sexual relationship. So number 5 part A is come up with a few kind of code words that let you express to each other what your needs are in a meaningful understanding way. So my example is hold you. That means I just need a bear hug, right? So that's for 5A a, and 5B is to sleep naked. It feels so good. The weather is perfect for it right now. And as we head into the fall, and it's just a way of saying, I really like you. And I'm going to put myself in the bed, let my skin touch your skin and see what happens next. So those are your five tips, you guys. I would love to hear your feedback on this episode as you go through back to school. If any of those things are helpful for you, please reach out on social media or send me a text. In fact, if you want to share this episode with other parents that are in the thick of back to school, that would be so greatly appreciated. And to all of you and your children who are going back to school, best of luck. Make sure you remember to breathe, take time for each other because it's so important. And I will see you next week, same time, same place. And until then, happy marriaging. If you had as much fun as we did just now, I hope that you'll head over to your favorite podcast player and leave a rating and review for the show or share it on social media. That's how other people can find this awesome content and we can spread the message that Happily Ever After is possible. Feel free to check out my website, monicatanner.com to find out more ways you can work with me. And as always, thank you so much for spending this time with me. We'll see you next week.